Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard and influence. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, if coronavirus does not bring out the inner hustler in you, you don't have one. Joining me on today's show is returning guest, Mark Jarrett. Now, Mark is a disruptive, game-changing virtual power connector. And on today's show, Mark's going to share how we should be networking the right way, how to grow our network exponentially, and how to list build effectively. So welcome back to the show. Great to be back, Anne-Marie. Good day, good morning. Yes, and good afternoon wherever you are in the world. And, of course, for those people who are listening to the recording or watching the recording, welcome, welcome. Now, you really are the hustler when it comes to virtual networking. People who know you know that you have, goodness, how many how many WhatsApp groups do you have now, Mark? Uh, 140, uh, and three more were born today. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. Rubies, diamonds. Um, and uh, a Moroccan group. Wow, amazing. Now, when we first connected, and it would have been, when was it that you had the last show and we were talking about the value of uh, networking online and then, of course, COVID hit uh, internationally and many people who were networking face-to-face have now been kind of dragged over to the online platform and have realised just how powerful it is. So when did we speak? Was it November, December of this year or earlier this year? Good question. I can't quite recall. Uh, My guess is, yeah, it was about um, four or five months ago. Because the time that we spoke, we were I was just learning about, about WhatsApp. And what I have learned just through observing you and obviously the conversations and the networks that you have been building, it is an incredibly untapped resource. And even networking in general online. Would you say that's a fair fair comment to make? WhatsApp itself is fairly ubiquitous here in uh, in, in Europe, um, mm. in India. Um, strangely, um, the one country where it's not so popular is its birthplace, the United States of America. Yes. Um, but it's owned by uh, Facebook and, and 2 billion people use it. So, mm. yeah, that's my go-to tool if you like in my armory plus twitter and of course linkedin and it's a great stepping stone for these kind of calls you know visually on on zoom and uh, and remo i use a lot as well which replicates um a real world networking environment with a stage tables and a breakout area etc yeah, and of course we we also have had the opportunity to network there too. Uh, why I'm um, talking a little bit about WhatsApp because I want to kind of show, and you're going to talk a little bit more about um, how to network the right way, how to grow our network. But I I remember learning about WhatsApp. Not that I didn't know that it existed, but it really came to my awareness when I went to probably a few months before that, and a mutual 
colleague of ours, uh, Keith Keller, was there too, and they were talking about some of the digital trends online, and they talked about WhatsApp and the frequency of people using that. And what's interesting, of course, when we talk about communities being built and Facebook investing so much money in their group platform, Messenger, and of course, as you said, you know, WhatsApp is owned uh, by them. They're putting a lot of emphasis on kind of the groups, the niche groups, the conversations. And when big industry, you know, such as Facebook and so forth, start to invest in platforms like that, I think as businesses, we need to be mindful of that because obviously there's some, you know, exciting things happening in, in there. And, of course, um, one of the things that I talk about when you want to become a trusted authority, one of the three components, one of the three Cs is community. The other two are content and charisma, but community. And we're going to talk about that today because that's what networking is all about, isn't it, Mark? It's building a highly engaged uh, community of uh, like-minded people. And as you said, you've got over 130-something, and, and I'm sure um, you will continue to, to grow that list as the needs arise. So let's dive in. How do we network the right way? Well, I've been extolling the virtues of virtual networking long before coronavirus uh, reared its ugly head. It's got enormous advantages over in-person networking, not least its globality. Um, I mean, you're 10,000 miles away from where I am. For me to meet you in person will cost a ton of carbon, pollutants I'm uh, pumping into the atmosphere, um, and, you know, hotel costs, uh, airline ticket and all the rest of it. And here we are costing next to nothing because we have to pay for the Internet anyway. You know, it's an essential utility now. Then Corona came along and now it's the only way to network because networking face to face at one meter distance or two meter distance is counterintuitive it's it's oxymoronic it's of its time now virtual virtual networking yeah. and as you know Anne marie at the end of the day business boils down to people and trust so what i'm trying to do is curate and cultivate these online communities one of my groups is all about biotech i mm. i don't have the first clue about biotech but what i do know is when you get two or more people that have an interest in biotech in in, in the same room you're much more likely to have a, a meeting of minds yeah what i love about what you're doing is you're creating these platforms these communities where people with like-minded interests like-minded passions and many people that i see now in those groups they're innovators we have all now been um, challenged to think differently some industries more so than others of course particularly those who are now looking at um, hybrid environments um, in, in work and, and obviously supply chains changing, all of that. But what I love about being able to be connected with like-minded people across 
the globe, what you've just said, communication can often be instant. For instance, yesterday, if I, I, I virtually flew and had conversations with people in the US, then in Kenya, but that original person was from Ghana and he is doing some amazing things. And I said, well, I need to connect you uh, to Mark. And when I was speaking to Shiru yesterday, I said, well, I need to connect with you because she's in South Africa as well. And here are these individual conversations connecting with people across the globe, all through WhatsApp, through Zoom, um, and of course, using this platform as well. Those conversations would never have happened were it not been for these online platforms. It changes people's lives. Uh, I'm all about hashtag social selling. So building up the relationship with the people first, uh, taking an interest in what they do, and also diversity and inclusion is quite important to me as well because, like, the powerful women group, which you're uh, a member of, um, I think it's important to have some men in there. Um, and the fact that um, I'm a white man and uh, Chiru, who's over in uh, Africa, is as a black woman, I love all that, you know, mm -hmm. um, to mix things up and, and um, engage with a broad um, section of, of people globally. It's fantastic. Right. It is. And, you know, we one of my, well, my core mission is to change the world one message at a time, one podcast at a time. And when I think of the conversations that uh, you're having, that I'm having, if I think of Samuel Badu, by the way, this is Mark that I'm going to connect you with. I know that he uh, often watches and listens to the podcast. I mean, he's creating an incredible platform that will enable um, insurance to be provided, you know, kind of um, sponsored or paid for by people in US, for people in Ghana that do not have the, you know, the the ability to access that. And that kind of thing to me excites me because we are changing lives through the connections, you know, or someone may have a conversation with someone in, in your group that all of a sudden has an idea or says something that completely catapults a new way of thinking, a new Absolutely. way of thinking. Yeah. That kind of thing, I think, is exciting because, again, we would never have been in that conversation and had that opportunity to speak were it not be for these platforms. What are some things that you see people are doing when they're transitioning from going, okay, Mark, I know we need to, to go from offline and in-person to online now, but there is, are there some differences in, in networking that you see is quite distinct and we need to be aware of as we continue to network so that we're doing it the right way as we're now approaching and leveraging many of these online platforms? Sure. Um, by the way, um, please invite your friend to my insurance group um, and uh, be happy to introduce him to some people there. I've written an article on LinkedIn about um, virtual networking etiquette, how to conduct yourself when you're um, networking this way. But most of it's common sense. For example, if someone's not so common anymore, I've, I've recognised, Mark. Yeah, that, that's very true. Uh, but, yeah, courtesy, basically. So, for example, when someone new enters into a group um, and they introduce themselves, then say hi, um, welcome to the group. Um, tell them who you are and what you do. And even immediately then there might be um, some synergies um, 
and, and a reason to, to connect. The rest of it is, uh, you know, be courteous and respectful is all um, intuitive, really. And just take an interest in, in people. I like being playful because that brings out the human side. And heaven knows we're just constantly nowadays being approached by bots effectively uh, and communicating with with robots so when when people join a room i encourage them to to tell people who they are what they do who they want to meet and also a little bit of you know their private side they like mountaineering or they've got a dog you know show their human side and, and build those relationships yeah, so, so important. And I think often, too, why I ask that is I've noticed even in networking groups face-to-face when back in the day when that was available. Uh, or we Good old days. Yeah. That, you know, people would still, there would be some that would be um, interacting with others and there would be others, probably a bit more to myself, that tend to hang out with people you already know anyway because it's safe. And then there are other people that just really stand around the interim and not really going in. And so I love the way that you're really encouraging encouraging people to speak up and to share because you just never know um, kind of the conversations that you start that as I love the way that you be curious, be interested in others and, you know, whatever support that you can provide them when you do that and lead with real value and interest, I think that's a, a, a solid, you know, way to be able to build a relationship. And, and I find just- that there are three types of people I, I find. There are people who hate networking. Mm. Uh, it frightens them. They feel intimidated by it, a bit like um, public speaking. Uh, it's just not for them. Then there are people who quite like it but just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. And then there are people like me who really get off on it and, and love connecting dots and joining forces with other other networkers. And uh, th- those are the main uh, three types, yeah. um, I would say. Yeah, you're you're a real connector, the a supporter, and um, a key a key component of a skill that many uh, business owners, entrepreneurs don't have. So if you haven't connected with Mark, stick around because we'll share how to do that and how to tap into his incredible networking uh, groups on on uh, WhatsApp too. So that gives us an insight into some of the ways that we really should be approaching relationships and relationships being the key point. It's not you know join a group and then. All all of a sudden start selling your wares, people will be turned off. That's a big no-no. Absolutely. Let's talk about how to grow our network exponentially, but I I also think strategically too because I know that there's been instances where I've attended networking groups and to be honest, you know, because there's different networking groups, you have to be really mindful about, you know, what's the purpose, what's the intention. So how do we grow our network? Well, the uh, the obvious place to start would be uh, on on LinkedIn. Uh, so, whatever your um, the area that you work in, for example, let's say you work in uh, nanotechnology. If you search for hashtag nanotechnology on uh, on on LinkedIn, you will find people involved in that industry, probably thousands if not tens of thousands Mm. then you reach out to them with a personalized invite and say something like well i would say um i've got a a a whatsapp group all about nanotechnology would you like to join and most people 
uh, are receptive to that because I'm not actually selling them I'm, uh, anything. I'm inviting them uh, to a group which, by definition, will interest them. Yes. Um, same with Twitter. If you search for certain uh, hashtags, uh, you will find people in, in your particular in industry. And as you know, uh, our mutual friend Keith uh, is, is a, um, a master of, of, of Twitter and he's constantly on it, a um, bit like I am with WhatsApp. But yeah, it's, it's Twitter and Facebook which um, uh, uh, my main go-to. Although today I've started really, I'm going to start using Facebook much more. Mm -hmm. Historically, I've only used Facebook for for personal um, reasons, but I'm now going to start using it for professional ones too. Fantastic. A couple of points that I want to point out, what you've just mentioned in case people have, have missed this, is that you're strategically using platforms and there's intention and there's a strategy behind that. You know, so often I think, and you'd hear people say, yeah, I've done the whole networking thing, Mark. It just doesn't work for me. Well, it does work. It's just that you're doing it the wrong way. There's no strategy. There's no intention. And I'd, I'd imagine that when you started, obviously you've always been using WhatsApp. That's something that you said that you and, and other countries specifically use. LinkedIn has been a platform that you've really been building on. And now, of course, Twitter, of, of course, too. Now you're adding another platform and, you know, you're kind of expanding in that way. When you um, start to look at different platforms, what are some things that you look out for that will give you a determining factor, yep, this is a good place for me to kind of build my, my foundations. Are there some things that you look out for specifically? Well, reach. I mean, um, LinkedIn, is, of course, is the world's largest business social media platform. And the reason I started on um, on Facebook is because it, it's so vast. Uh, mm. And, uh, I mean, there are so many. Where do you, you know, there's, there's TikTok, of course, which is um, – Got a bit of a bad, bad rap recently, but um, then there's Snapchat. Uh, but you have to draw a line somewhere. Uh, I, I'd rather uh, just focus on what I've got at the moment. Um, I mean, LinkedIn in itself could provide endless leads. As you know, the, 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 the return you get from social media is directly correlated to the, the effort you put into it. So if you or I were to spend all day today on LinkedIn, we will get new people in our network without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so it really is being consistent in what you do, having a strategy. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things that I find, and I and I had not done that previously, I'm I, I certainly um, transparent. It, when it came to, I was one of those people that didn't really like networking because face to face really drains my energy. I'm an introvert, an extroverted introvert, um, and so I kind of avoided them. But virtually, you know, I, I do enjoy them because it's kind of like mm. having interview but what I do now is I'm really tracking and monitoring you know the conversations that we're starting to have on the mm. whatsapp 
we connect on LinkedIn. Once you're connected on LinkedIn, each time you share a post, they're more likely to see that. If you engage with their posts, like they will reciprocate. Let's have a conversation via Zoom and let's get to know one another. How can I support your business? And that's the kind of thing I think that we need to do just consistently, have it blocked out. I like to batch my tasks, Mark. So Wednesdays typically for me are the days that I'll connect and, and in conversation um, with people. And as you say, it just grows. It just will grow. And you can tweak and monitor. If one platform's not working well for you, maybe, you know, for you it's a different platform. I have to say um, I love Instagram because I just love the photos, but I realise that my ideal client is more likely to be hanging out on Instagram, um, on Facebook. Uh, I'm on across all the platforms, but on LinkedIn <laughs> because they are change makers, you know, they're, they're uh, thought leaders. And so, um, you know, sometimes you do have to go to those particular uh, platforms. Now, something else that you want to talk about is around list building. What are some of the things that you're doing as far as building list and, and how's that working for you? Uh, well, I subscribe to Time magazine and um, earlier this year, they published the Time 100 list of up-and-coming um, luminaries, thought leaders, musicians, actors, just interesting people. Uh, so I then went to Twitter. I looked them up where they are on Twitter. Um, and then I created a, um, a, a a Twitter list of the Time 100. Yes. Practically all of them are on Twitter. And then, of course, once you've got that list, it's a very easy way to um, start following them all. And also you can see who of that 100 has, has tweeted the most recently and then engage with them and build up a relationship with them that way. Yes. Amazing. And uh, you, you use that list to follow them because of an article, which is great. But I'd imagine if we look at this from a business scenario, there mm. may be some key influences that maybe they people might want to, to start to build a relationship with. And one of the ways to do that is to show interest in what they're doing. Absolutely. Share yeah. their posts, add yeah. add you into it and that's the kind of thing that then builds that that relationship so for you your strategy obviously is um to get in to to build the relationship and, and flatter them as well yes. yeah oh, say I, i've seen you on the, uh, the the time top uh 100 um up and coming people you know yeah. pander to their ego why not yeah. Because you and you never know. I mean, there may be some things that you see that they're tweeting about that you can. Because again, remember, networking is also about connecting people in a network, and so it's not only thinking about sharing, which is all great what we've spoken about. But yeah. you might then see that there's a need and have someone in your network that you think, well, these people really need to connect, which I think is another really valuable way that you can contribute to the people in your network too, isn't it? Being a conduit, being absolutely. A, a when people are me what I do for a living nowadays I just say three words I connect dots that's all I do or yeah. try to 
Yes, yeah. What would you say um, when it comes to list building and identifying people? Do you find that, I mean, every business obviously has a specific outcome that they're they are desiring to achieve and that's going to determine the type of people that they connect with. And, you know, obviously I think and this is a little bit around, you know, businesses need to niche. They need to have an ideal client and, and speak to the needs of their ideal client. Would you say that one of the reasons why maybe people are not effectively networking too is considering who do I need to connect with? Who do I want to build that relationship with so that it is a win-win-win, you know, for everyone at the end of the day? Do you think people put much thought into it or is it more random? Well, they do with me because I ask them, who is your dream client? Yeah. I ask them that so that I know who to introduce them to. And, and again, you know, people, I, I, I'm glad you, you, you said that because I think, again, when you're thinking about networking, just like clients, I mean, if you think of the people who are influential or circles of influence in your network, who are they? You know who is having the who is having the innovative conversations in the industry that um, you can contribute to or even share with your community because obviously that content's going to be of relevance as as well. So what's in store? What what are some of the project, exciting projects that you're working on on Mark? Uh, well, I've got a couple of deals cooking. Um, the real magic happens in the the small niche groups. So one of them, for example, is uh, gold. I don't know if you've seen the price of gold recently, but it's uh, in times of crisis, the 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 the, the price of gold always always uh, rises. So I know a um, a respected gold trader in Paris, uh, and she deals in gold, uh, and she's got contacts with all the gold mines, etc., um, and high net worth individuals, financial institutions and so on, all have a, uh, not all, but uh, a lot of them do have an interest in gold. Mm. So um, I'm focusing on, well, have been focusing on that today to uh, to get some uh, deals cooking with her. Yeah. Now, I know, Mark, that, um, you know, for you, networking, building relationships, everything that you spoke about today is one of your strengths. And it's not, as we said, um, something that some entrepreneurs, some businesses struggle with. And this is an area that you can actually support them with. You can be there mentoring them, supporting them, training them, all of that. Can you share a little bit more about that? Because I don't want people to, to go away thinking, well, I'll, I'll, I'll have to do this and knuckle my way through when you can hire and be mentored by the expert uh, networker, Mr. Networker himself, King of Networking. Share a little bit more about how you can support people mark sure i recently launched um virtual power networking um dot com and um i'm going to be positioning myself as a uh, a, a teacher basically to teach people how to network virtually so i offer a one hour power hour where I teach them the the methods and and the techniques needed in order to to network virtually. And all they can retain my services. And for that, they've got ongoing support, um, including weekends. And more importantly, they've they've got access to my um, 
my network so I can introduce them to amazing people like, you know, podcasting queen Anne-Marie. Do you know her? <laughs> yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> Bit of an introvert at times. You can't you can't really find her sometimes when she's not podcasting. Anyway, no, but you know what? We we laugh, but there's so much value in that. I mean, you could put someone in connection with the person that opens the door to an opportunity that could have taken them years, if maybe never have found. Mm. Because the diverse networks that you've had. And I think there, you know, when we're talking about trust, you mentioned something before about trust, and I think that's so important. You know, and Edelman uh, is an organisation that I follow, highly respected in the area of trust, Mark, and they do an annual survey with thousands, I, w- I would say probably tens of thousands of people around the globe to, d- to identify what does trust mean to you and how do we build trust and what's come out of the most recent survey there's a bit of a trust bubble at the moment because of what's happening you know people are really scrambling to government to online news to news uh, media and and so forth to find out what's happening but prior to that they were saying there were two factors that was built that would build trust and that was around uh, integrity so obviously um, ethics and competence which is excellent. And so to build trust can take time. So for you to have taken the time to build trust, because if you recommend someone, automatically that that kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it almost kind of like shares a level of trust to the person that you're now bringing into the conversation. Mm. And that's priceless. That's priceless to have Absolutely. a door. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and I I think as business owners we don't value that enough. So you know, on behalf of everyone who's in your your uh, WhatsApp groups, I mean, we thank you because uh, we would not be able to have conversations such as these. Where yeah, but it's, it's people like you that make the network so valuable, Anne Marie. I, I all I'm doing is 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 facilitating the connections, but it's people like you that have got the raw talent that I don't have. You know what? And I'm just going to share that right back to you because I'll say all I'm doing is asking questions (laughs) and being curious, you know, and isn't it, isn't it, it's uncanny. I think we've had this conversation before and everyone can relate to this. When we are, when we are in flow and we're doing the thing that we have put on this world to do, it's just, I'm only doing this, but to someone else, that's absolute gold and you are gold, Mr. Mark. So so are you. Can you share one more time the link and just some of the ways that people can connect directly with you, Mark, please? Sure. Well, there's virtualpowernetworking.com, which is my new funnel. Uh, Then I guess the most important one would be my phone number so you can connect with me on WhatsApp. So that's plus four four for the UK and then seven nine. 0678-6505. I'll repeat that. Plus four four seven nine zero six seven eight six five oh five. Um I'm not a big fan of email, but I, I should really give my email, I guess. It's Mark with a C at mjconsultancy.com. That's E M J A Y Consultancy.com. 
Fantastic. And of course, just Google Mark Jarrett and, and even on LinkedIn as well. I think that, you know, to first and foremost, go and connect online because one of the best things that someone can do is to go and observe a master, you know, someone who's mastered a skill and just see how they do that. But certainly connect with Mark. And um, yeah, once again, thanks so much. I always love catching up and, and seeing what you're doing on the other end of, of the planet. Um, it's very late for you. And I really appreciate you for staying up and taking the time to share your gold with uh, our audience. So once again, thanks for coming on the show. Always a pleasure, Anne-Marie. Take care. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free five-day money, marketing, and mindset boost masterclass. Go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass.